The Badgers are 3-0 in conference, and it continues tonight with Ohio State and this weekend against Northwestern. We talk about all that on this week's episode of the Bucky Report. Welcome to the Bucky Report, your destination for all things Wisconsin Badgers. Authentic takes. Oh, my God. Game analysis. Touchdown, Badgers. Ring one up. And discussion from the fan perspective. Thanks for joining us. And on Wisconsin. Welcome into the Bucky Report. We are your hosts, Rajiv and Justin, in for a little midweek three big things episode I'm going to start off by saying, Justin, <clears throat> I'm not in my typical studio at home. That's why you see the crazy brick wall behind me. I'm in, I'm in an office, so not the best sound quality. I apologize for that. Uh, we are at The Buck Report on Twitter, YouTube, and wherever you can find your podcast. If you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button uh, so you know when we make new content. Justin, before we get into basketball, we've got a little bit of news on the football side. Ricardo Holman has made the decision to return to Wisconsin, which obviously makes us pretty happy because we know how amazing of a cornerback he is. How does this make you feel? What do you think about the news? Um, well, once we didn't hear that he was going into the draft, I kind of assumed that this would be the case. I trust this staff to hold on to guys because, in all honesty, I'm not sure that we've lost a guy that we have – really pushed hard to make you know keep on hand um so i'm not shocked that he's back um it's a huge boost we the i think the cornerback room without him is probably our position that we're the least comfortable with if if he's gone just because there's nobody that we feel super strongly is going to play at a high level consistently and he effectively shuts down one side of the field so if you get that you kind of have an idea what teams are going to target, and then you just have to hope that you can get quality play on the other side. I think if we had lost him, it would be a huge, huge miss for us because, yeah, you're right. I mean, he shuts down one half of the field. He, I mean, he led the the Big Ten and maybe even the nation in interceptions this year. I'm not sure. National lead. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. And that's the kind of production we want to see at the cornerback side. So, yeah, huge, huge win for the Badgers. It's been a great week, by the way, for Wisconsin mm-hmm. football. And we'll we'll get into a lot more of that on our weekend show. Uh, but, Justin, we've got a big game coming up tonight, fourth Big Ten game. We are at Ohio State. Any road game in the conference is difficult. Uh, so I think this is just one game that we've got to just do our part, keep doing our things, and hit the ground running. So we'll get into The Bucky Reports, three big things. All right, Justin, number one, take number one. Three big things going into the Ohio State game. Dominate the pain in all phases. Rebound, rebound, rebound. Um, honestly, this is huge for me because if we continue to control the boards the way we have, then I think that will really help us. I'm not sure Ohio State has a guy this time around that you really worry about in the post as much as some of the guys they've had in the past. So if there's nobody that can really control Crowell, this is a position that we should – this is an area we should control. I'm not saying they're bad in the post. I'm just saying I think Wisconsin outside of probably Purdue may have the strongest duo in the front court in the in the conference, and they have to play like it in this game. And if they do, then we, we should come away from this one be having the advantage at those two positions. Yeah, they have one guy on their team that's 6'11", um, Okpara. Okpara. Uh, listen, they're – I think any road game in the conference is difficult and it's difficult to control all of this stuff when you're on the road. And I agree with you. This is a huge for us because 
almost surprisingly, we've done a really good job of controlling the pain. I'm, I'm going to say surprisingly because while we've got really good big guys and really experienced big guys, they're not the biggest as far as overall size. They look like they can, you know, it's you're, they're going to struggle against the guys like oh, not super athletic, right? But they've done a great job, and I think that's the whole team, right? So, how many points have we scored in the paint? I mean, we're outscoring people in the paint every single game. We're defending well in the paint too. Some of our sometimes our perimeter defenses doesn't look as well as we want it to, but interior we've been playing pretty well, protecting the rim. Well, okay, and we've almost we've out rebounded teams almost in every single game. Now Ohio State is also a pretty good rebounding team, though they actually average a few more rebounds than Wisconsin does. Uh, but yeah, this is it's critical to just keep that paint because when you lock down that area of the court, then you can kind of spread things out and we see what we do elsewhere. And continuing to dominate that. Frankly, that's just how you add more wins in this conference. It's really hard. And when you can do this on the road and when you can can really keep things under control there, it keeps you in every game. We're not going to get blown out by anyone as long as we can out-rebound them and we can control the pain. So yeah, huge. The, the biggest thing we can control on the road is effort, and that's what they have to do. Play yep. You play really hard, and you'll, positive things will come from it. Yeah. Number two, I'll take this one. Keep Connor Seijin and AJ Store moving in the right direction. I'm going to touch on Connor a little bit. I know you want to talk about Store. Um, Connor finally back in a little bit. Twelve points in the last game. Had him in about nine or so minutes. Confidence is everything with Connor Seijin. And the one thing we've talked about is having him do this raises our ceiling and basically provides the full potential that this team can do. Which, when you look at the conference standings right now, they're a little interesting. Purdue already has two losses. So we know we've got a shot at this title at some point, um, but it's really going to be about whether we can continue with our depth. I'm not saying it's an absolute necessity that Connor CGN does all this to, you know, it's for us to keep winning, but it's just a plus in the right direction. If we get him going and we get him scoring and his confidence up, and then we can bring him in in certain situations when, you know, basically depending on who we're playing, the situational things that we're in, he can provide a huge lift off the bench if he can get those threes and continue playing defense. I think his confidence is absolutely paramount. That's why after his injury, he went down a little bit. It wasn't as strong. And we saw the effects on that. But now, even one game, even the one game that he came in there and shot the ball well, think about what that does for his confidence. Now, we've got games that I wouldn't say are automatic wins, but we've got teams we're not playing Purdue or Illinois in the next few games more chances for him to get in there and see how he can grow. Well, I mean, the, the bonus for Connor is the fact that he just brings more flexibility to us as a team. Um, and number one, I think that perimeter shooting is contagious. And if you have somebody who gets hot, sometimes that carries over to other guys, they relax and they start shooting better. And that's an, that's been an area we've struggled this season. So I'm hopeful that he can stay hot and it will carry over to the other guys and that three-point percentage will continue to climb. If that's the case and we can gain better consistency from there, this team goes up a level. Um, as far as store, I think he took a little step back the last game against Nebraska. He wasn't as efficient as what we've seen in the past. I thought he forced some things. For me, it's really important that he, he take that as a learning experience, that he needs to be diligent with what he likes to do in terms of you know, what he's learned and what are good shots and what are bad shots and continue to push that. And if he has a really good game, like he may, we, this is a game we need him to play well. And, and I think we can beat Ohio state without him being perfect, but it gets a lot simpler for us if he's hot. 
So in this game, if he can do that, he's going to open the open everything up for everybody else, and that will be a huge deal for Wisconsin's offense overall. Um, not to mention when he plays well offensively, it seems to give everyone else confidence. Like they feel like they like he's the guy. It feels like everyone else kind of has bought into that at this point. He just brings so much athletically that the other guys don't bring, but it's all about shot selection. I mean, and there are games, Justin, where like it's it's really good, and there are games where it falls off a little bit, and there are games where he can sink those shots and somebody can't. But what I would say is it's awfully nice that we can win games without our pretty much our best player right now, at least with that athletic player, not playing well. If we can continue to win when he's not playing well, what does that say for when he does play well and we're playing the the heavyweights of the conference mm-hmm. and, and what we can do there? So, yeah, I mean, A.J. Storr, <clears throat> such a critical piece that we've added, and hopefully the shot selection continues to improve. But moving in the right direction, that's all we got to keep doing. Number three, Justin, take it away. Yeah, number three, close out on the perimeter and stop following shooters. Um, this is a big deal for us in terms of the last few games. I felt like our defense – we're slowly getting back into the groove after playing really well for a long stretch prior to the, the big holiday break. It's not locked in as much as what it has been in the past. And I thought it was the last game I'm hoping does not get us into bad habits because we were shooting so well offensively that we, we weren't necessarily putting quite as much effort in on defense, which is fine. You're way up, but this is a game where we can't afford that to carry over. We, if we can come out and really push it on defense against Ohio state and get them uncomfortable. This is the game you can maybe take over early. And I think that we're capable of doing that. Like there's not many teams in this league that I feel like can hang with us from an efficiency standpoint. Ohio state's got some better athleticism than most of the teams. So they're going to be able to, to cause us some problems. Potentially we need to be able to, to pull away from them early to give us some, ourselves some space because as we know, every game, there's going to be a period where somebody else makes a run. You want to be playing from the front when that happens. The last thing you want is for them to hit one and then suddenly jump up 15 on you. Ohio State actually shoot they, – they average 78 points a game. They're mm-hmm. averaging offensively more than we are, um, which is not that big of a deal. I think that's okay. They've, they haven't played the, the schedule. Yeah, I think they, they play have. faster pace of play. Right, right. Um, but still, they've got shooters. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Um, and their um, their leading scorer, I just had it up here, Bruce Thornton, 16.9 points per game. He shoots 35% from three. They've got shooters. but And that's been the one thing. I mean, look at the Nebraska game, Justin. We were dominating that game completely. And yet we still kept not letting them back in the game because they didn't really get back in the game. But they did kind of shrink that lead every, every now and again. And they went on runs where they were just making everything. Mm-hmm. And had we not scored the way we were, we would have been in a much closer game that we put, mm-hmm. probably could have lost that game. So I am a little concerned about the ability to close out on the perimeter. And it's something that we've got to do now. I understand that because we're protecting the paint so well, that's sometimes going to get lost. We're not going to close out as much. And I'm okay with that in the sense that I'm glad with the way we're playing interior defense. But this league is full of shooters, full of shooters, and we've and and, and you you let a guy you let a team at home, by the way, at how's it's playing at home tonight. Let them get hot, like you said. They can all of a sudden turn the game around very quickly. So we're gonna have to do that. And we have had a habit recently of bailing people out with fouls. So we've we played a great, you know, shot clock, 30 seconds. They're taking they're down the last few seconds. They shoot and we're fouling them. We've got to be more disciplined in this in this right because it comes twofold. Number one, you're bailing them out. They're either getting a three-point player or they're going to the line for two. And number two, you're putting your own team in foul trouble. 
We have to be careful. Play good defense, but play it all the way to the end and no bailout calls. This has been something that's come up quite a bit in the last few games. And at some point, man, it's going to come back to bite us. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. This is a game where if we do our job defensively, I think we can win this. And I know we're probably going to do our, our uh, projections here shortly. Mm -hmm. um, I think this team is capable of, of locking down Ohio State. I don't necessarily mean lock them down as in we win by 15, but I think that we can make them uncomfortable and really have to work in this game, which will hopefully make things a lot easier for us overall and not have to push so much offensively. Like this is, we're going to have a game at some point. I, I love how efficient we are on offense where maybe we don't play, shoot the ball as well as we'd like. This is a game where if the rebounding and defense is there, it will carry the day for us. Yeah, no doubt. The Bucky Report predictions. All right, Justin, seven thirty Central Time tonight at Ohio State, and we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna put you on the spot a little bit here. We're gonna do two predictions because we have Northwestern coming up this weekend, a home game, um, and we're not you're not gonna see us again until Sunday. So we're gonna do two predictions, but we'll start with Ohio State. Uh, again, they average seventy eight points a game. Badgers are averaging seventy five. I think just shy of seventy five. We're three known conference. They actually have a pretty good record, along with the, a lot of the Big Ten. They, they've they've played well. Their non conference schedule is nowhere near what ours mm -hmm. is, um, so that's good. That's obviously good in the sense that they may have a good record, but they're not necessarily as good of a team as we are. But like you said, they have athletes. They've got shooters. They can definitely score points. What do you think, Justin? What's your prediction for tonight? I think we're going to get it done. I'm I'm very hopeful that we'll carry the day at least on this one. I'm going to say 78-72 Wisconsin. Okay, 78-72. I'm going to go a little bigger, actually. I think that I really like the way our team has been playing, and I think that the thing that's impressing me the most is our ability for multiple people to score. I think what last game we had four or five people in double figures. That's the key. No scoring droughts. You're not having someone just come out there and three of your starters are scoring five or six points. Like Everyone's getting involved. Everyone's able to put up their offensive points. So I think we win this game 81-70. to I think you know we've we've got a we've got a good track record of scoring high amounts of points and being efficient, but I think Ohio State's still going to get get on the board. So eighty-one to seventy is my prediction there. I want to ask you this, Justin. Last night Purdue lost. <clears throat> they are now three and two in conference with losses to Northwestern and Nebraska. Uh, we've obviously just beat Nebraska. Now Nebraska, like when they played us, they shot the ball really well. The difference was is that Purdue wasn't able to do it. They will shut down Edie on the inside. Nebraska's defense was incredible last night. They were playing really hard on defense. In response to our game, yes. when yeah. they did not really play good defense. So my question to you before we get to our Northwestern prediction is, can this team legitimately win the Big Ten Conference? Like I, I think it's something that we can talk about now because we're, we have a two-game lead on Purdue. I know we're only two games into the season. This is a long, long season. And well, I have the downside is we we faced them twice. So. Right. Right. Exactly. But, yeah, so they definitely can win the league. They just right. have to be consistent. Which means no off nights where you have a game where you shoot, you know, 40% and you shoot 22% from three because somebody will trip you up at that point. You're right about not having off nights. Like that's one thing. And it's gonna happen in this league. I I I love the Big Ten, and I love the Big Ten league play. It's something that I really look forward to every year. I think it's really interesting. 
Um, it's 20 games, and and I think the regular season Big Ten champion is an extremely important accolade that I've we've obviously won it several times in the Bill Ryan era, even in Greg Gard's time. I love winning it. I think it's really special, and I love watching Big Ten basketball. So while Purdue looks like the team that's going to run away with it, I wouldn't be so sure. I mean, they've already lost two, and they're going to drop a few more. And generally speaking, five to seven losses will get it done. Um, but we'll see. We, as far as I'm concerned, as, much, as many of these type of road games that we have like tonight that we can rack up and put in the win column, it's just massive for us. Uh, the next game this week, Justin, is Northwestern. We play them at 11 a.m. on Saturday Central Time. Northwestern, another team that has been playing pretty well. Uh, they recently beat Michigan State. Now, I don't know how good of a win that is anymore. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the Northwestern game? Give me a quick prediction. I think we're better athletically than we've ever been against them this season. We have better defenders in terms of guys with size and length in store and in Blackwell. I think we're going to win this one comfortably. Um, not that we won't have stretches of that game where Northwestern plays really well and makes it a game and makes us have to work for it. But I'm, I'm kind of where you were on the other one because we're at home on this one. And I'm going to say we're going to be 81 to 70. It's going to be a higher scoring game. They like to play fast. Yeah. The once player on Northwestern team that scares me is Boo Booey, a guy that we've seen just light it up against. That's an against pretty much any team. He averages 18.1 points per game. The guy is a machine. He can hit some and really tough shots too. He's incredible. And it's it's like Tominaga. He's just frustrating, right? Like Tominaga from Nebraska, no matter how well you guard him, the guy just gets up shots left and right. Boo Booey is a similar way. Whatever you do to him, he's going to find a way to score and get his. And he scares me. So I actually think this one is going to be a little tighter. I still think we win. I think, you know, 76 to 68, something in that nature. Um, we'll still get it done at home, especially because we're at home. But this, that almost scares me a little bit more because Boo Booey has just, he is such a good player. And when you get these guys that are just absolute stars, they can go on a huge run and then who knows what happens. But again, it's all about defending. It's going to be defending him on the perimeter and everything else. So Again, Justin, exciting times for the Wisconsin basketball team. Any last thoughts before we uh, close the show? No, let's get it done. Let's go out there and get a victory tonight and continue to move up towards the top or stay at the top of the uh, Big Ten. Hopefully in a few weeks we're really, really talking about a title push for the conference, which would be such a huge turnaround after what happened last year and the disappointment and all the discussion we had about Greg Gard and everything. Great, great time to be a Badger. With that, we will see you this weekend when we break down the Northwestern and Ohio State games and talk, obviously, more football transfer portal and everything else happening with Wisconsin. Until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bucky Report or The Bucky Report Podcast from wherever you get your content. Until next time, on Wisconsin.